K-pop Pillow Talk includes graphic content that may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to K-pop Pillow Talk. I'm Millie. I'm Nods. So, because we're recording early, <laughs> and because I was editing... I didn't start editing until we recorded quite a few episodes. Ah, uh, right. Right. I didn't realize till recently that in the first episode we don't say our names we don't no <laughs> how did we not say our names <laughs> we were so excited to start the I episode guess. that we just blew past it got right to it oh my gosh I was like, so funny <laughs> i was like well Hope you know who we are. I know. That, that's so weird. I, like, I have a hard time believing that just because it's 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 like our little jingle, you know? Like, know. welcome back to Game of Health. Like, I'm Millie. I'm not. It's like, how do we, I don't know. Like, how did the pacing not get messed up? Like, that's so crazy. I laughed pretty hard. I'm not going to lie. And I was like, well, I'm not going to change it because yeah. it's authentic. Yeah. Like, why would, why would we do anything? Yeah. yeah. But I also think it's interesting because I do listen to a lot of podcasts and- I think it's cool how even if a podcast is major upon major, for example, My Favorite Murder, mm. right? Biggest true crime podcast, arguably. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and they still introduce themselves, even when they're doing the minisodes, which are only like 20 minutes long, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I think, oh God, now I've got it mixed up. I think in the regular episodes, they say their own names. And then in the minisodes, they go, that's, you know, so-and-so. Oh, and that's okay. so-and-so. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I just, um, that's so funny. I know. How did we? Well, anyway, in case you missed it, mm-hmm. I'm Nods. And I'm Millie. <laughs> there were like things I wanted to talk about and now I can't remember what they're. Oh, um, I mean, the news will have spread to like pretty much everyone by the time this episode is out. But um, Sujin, former G Idol member, Correct. made an Instagram. Correct. I saw this really badass uh, Guess who's back? Edit with her, and it gave me the chills. So very excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I don't remember what the other thing was. So that's it. <laughs> Happy about that, though. <laughs> that's all we have to say, really. Yeah. You know, some of them are just gonna have shorter intros because we can't talk about timely things. Yeah. Oh, oh, but you know what? Okay. We can say also before you get into... Actually, no. If it's something negative, I'll wait till after. No, it's not. Okay. We uh, will definitely be at KCON. Yeah. For sure. We will be at KCON. That's right. Mm -hmm. We still haven't gotten to our concert tickets yet, but I'm a little less worried about it. Yeah. But we'll be there. We'll be there. (laughs) Um, Oh, um... (laughs) I guess the, I guess this. Uh, you don't. You know to... what? I don't care. I don't care about time sensitive things anymore. Mm. Just because it's so much harder to like talk about to like figure out what to talk about. July is stacked. Mm. Okay, like this is something that has developed over the last like week or so. July is stacked, and I'm very excited for the lineup of comebacks. Like Nmix just announced another comeback. Mm. XG are going to have their first album. Like, we have Itzy. They had their pre-release already. Yeah, they had their pre-release already. Like, we have Itzy and, um, New and New Jeans. So, like, it, I'm just, I'm and Jungkooki. so excited. Really? Yeah. What? Was it announced? Yeah. Like, official? Yeah. Like, not just rumors? Mm-hmm. His song, Seven. 
feminist song called Seven? Yeah. It's a single. A single? Yeah. Ugh. Jungkookie. You took the most time away. <laughs> <laughs> Where was it announced? I got an email. It was tweeted. <laughs> Why did you get an email? Because I buy a lot of BTS stuff, so... When all the albums have been coming out, I've been getting oh, emails. Oh, like from K-Pop Republic or something? No, from um, just BTS. <laughs> I don't get it. I, I I don't know what to tell you. I buy the Griffin, Giffen, whatever the fuck they're called. <laughs> That's what I get. Geffen Records? Yeah. Look, look. I see. I'm so confused. I don't get it. But, okay. <laughs> like, 7 on July 14th. Mm-hmm. which is seven times two so that's pretty cute so technically he's releasing it on seven 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 which is awesome i have received this email because you provided your email address to a umg artist or label mailing list so they have a mailing list yeah okay <laughs> see what happens when you're not on stan twitter you just don't know anything um, i don't think i got this from stan twitter i think this was just you just said you got tweets oh yeah but no not from this email I get what you're saying. I'm like, <laughs> I, get, I get what you're saying. You? I thought you were insinuating that I saw a tweet like, sign up for our mailing no, list. And I'm like, I no, you mean that you didn't see the tweet. The, about the single. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Anyway, um, according to Hourly Jin on Twitter, it's been 200 days since he has joined the military. Um, as of today, as of right now, as we're recording this on June 30th. Yeah. So things are looking up, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> um, yeah, let's just, like, like read Cat BTS now. Okay. <laughs> this chapter is called Isolated Queen's Pawn. Yoongi was a simple man. Put good food in front of him and he'll eat it. Especially fish. Any kind of fish. He'll roll over and act cute for a morsel if he had to. Fish was delicacy in the gallery, something rare in resource drops, minus the bulk cans of cheap tuna that was a staple. Yungi could count the number of times he had fish in his life on one hand. Yet here was Jimin, serving a beautifully cooked salmon steak like it was an everyday thing. Yungi also recalled there had been fillets of white fish at the communal kitchen. Is the salmon good? Jimin asked, pulling Yungi's attention away from drooling at the fish and up to the tabby. What? Yungi blinked, subtly wiping at his <laughs> mouth with his sleeve. Oh, no, I'm sure it's great. I just... How is it you guys have so much fish? You'll have to ask Namjoon. He keeps track of our resources, Jimin says, smiling as he started to eat. But he always makes sure I have a good fish to eat for my dinner. Damn. You have fish every day? Yungi stared, his jaw dropping. Can I just move here? I won't take up too much room. Jimin threw his head back and laughed, and Yungi wanted to pout at being laughed at, but, well... He couldn't take his eyes off the tabby. Something feral uncurled in his belly as he eyed the column of Jimin's exposed throat. You know, Me. that's so real. That's so real. Every time Jimin does anything, something feral unfurls <laughs> inside me. <sighs> now, Yoongi was no wet behind the ears catling. He'd had his fair share of attraction before, but this was something different. This rose up from his base instincts, the part of his hybridness he tried to ignore most of the time. He wanted to sink his teeth into that smooth skin and hold Jimin still. The tabby had caught the change in the air, tilting his head back down and breathing in. 
Yungi must have been giving off pheromones the way Jimin sucked in a breath through his mouth to roll them around his tongue. Careful, kitten, Jimin purred, or I just might take you up on that offer. Swallowing and pushing back down that fire in his belly, Yungi straightened up in his seat. What offer? He said, locking eyes with Jimin. (laughs) (laughs) About moving in, Jimin raised an eyebrow at him. I may just take you up on it. You are my king, after all. In name only, Yungi bristled. He itched uncomfortably, <laughs> realizing his mistake. I'm sorry. I I don't know what happened there. Oh, kitten, you are adorable, Jimin chuckled softly. Eat your fish. Trust me, you'll have all the fish you could want from now on, among other things. Yungi wasn't sure he wanted to know what Jimin meant by those other things, and he would have to be more careful in the future. Attraction for another hybrid was one thing, but letting it get the better of him and embarrassing himself in front of the leader of the colony was an entirely different matter. Jimin wasn't some moggy to be trifled with. He was far more than what he seemed, and part of it excited Yungi in ways he didn't understand, but mostly it scared him. He knew there were things about Jimin he didn't understand yet, and he shouldn't get carried away. When Yungi returned to his room later after a mostly uneventful dinner, he laid down on the mattress and curled up around the pillow. A lot had happened in the past few days. He'd lost so much, and he wasn't sure if this new place he would be calling home would ever fill that void in him. Truthfully, he didn't know what he'd got himself into, and if he could do what was being asked of him. So much of the colony's success was now riding on his shoulders. They may be broad, but Yungi wasn't used to the weight of responsibility. <laughs> it could crush him if he wasn't careful. Aw, I know. Yungi. But his thoughts kept returning to the image of an orange tabby laughing. How innocent and pure he'd seemed in that one brief moment of unbridled mirth. From his lips spread into a wide-open smile, his eyes squished closed, how relaxed he'd look. Yungi knew he had to be careful with Jimin. But he could appreciate a beautiful queen with orange hair and green eyes who would probably be leading Yungi around by the nose for days to come. He couldn't say he really minded. It's with those thoughts that Yungi finally drifted off to sleep. In the morning, Yungi awoke to find a basket with his clean clothes waiting for him outside the door. On top of his clothes were a couple of bars of soap and a few other toiletries. Showering, shaving, and being able to brush his teeth, Yungi felt better than he had in days. Grooming, of course, was very important to hybrids. A latent thing from their feline side. Ha- a latent thing from their feline side. Hybrids were pretty. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, <laughs> a latent thing. Well, in my head, I said latent, but then I was like, wait, that probably sounded Latin, so let me think. A latent thing from their feline side, hybrids were pretty particular about keeping themselves clean. Yungi was no exception, though he hadn't had means to wash the past few days. It didn't mean he liked that he was gross-smelling. Clean clothes on top of feeling squeaky clean, and he felt like a whole new man. Maybe he strutted a little when he left his room, (laughs) and preened when he saw others looking at him when he exited the building. Yungi wasn't arrogant or conceited, but he knew he looked all right for a Magi. The only thing that could really dampen his spirits right then was when a familiar Scottish fold saddled up next to him on his way to the dining hall. Hello, good morning, Taehyung said, looking every bit as handsome as a purebred was. Mind if I join you for a bite to eat? Ears drooping a little, Yungi sniffed slightly, taking a quick scent of the air. You could tell a lot about a hybrid by their scent, sometimes learning things you didn't want to know. Like how Taehyung had a hint of Sokjin's scent on him, barely covered by a sweet-smelling soap. Oh. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) If I said no, are you going to tell me I don't have a choice? Yoongi asked, 
because I was told I'm shadowing you for a bit this morning. That you are, Young nodded. His smile was borderline smug, but it was hard to find that face anything but handsome and alluring, so maybe Yungi didn't mind so much. Good breakfast with a bit of eye candy? He could live with that. Yungi was enjoying the fact that he could eat pretty much whatever he wanted, and he was still a growing boy, after all. So with a heaping plate, he and Taehyung sat down, Taehyung opting for about half of the amount of food on his own plate. You must be pretty hungry after being out on the street, Taehyung commented. How are you liking life in the colony so far? It's different, that's for sure, Yungi said. But it can't complain about much, can I? Got a bed to sleep in, food provided, and no one's trying to cut my tail off. I guess things could be worse. They could, Taehyung nodded. And people are treating you all right? No one bothering you? Other than Jungkook being kind of a little shit, most people leave me alone, Yungi said. Why? Just wondering. It's my job to keep the peace amongst the colony members, Taehyung said. Kittens such as yourself are often the targets. There are many here who escaped places that were hostile, and that hostility and anger sometimes follows people in. I don't tolerate it because Jimin doesn't tolerate it, and when it becomes a problem, I take care of it. I'm not sure I want to know what you mean by take care of it, Yoongi said with a slight frown, but Jimin doesn't seem the type to allow public hangings or nothing. Taehyung's eyes tightened slightly and he looked around. It was late in the morning, so there weren't that many other diners. I'd advise you to keep your thoughts on Jimin to yourself, he said, his deep voice lowering. Jimin has a reputation for a reason, and who you see outside of court is not who he is inside. Do you understand? By how hard Taehyung was gripping his fork and stabbing it into the tabletop, Yoongi nodded and closed his mouth. Just how different was Jimin when in front of the colony members? After we eat, we'll be going to court, Taehyung said, relaxing. You'll see for yourself then. Should I be worried? Yoongi asked, his appetite vanishing. Of course not. Taehyung's smile was wide and bright and all his teeth were visible. It was a little intimidating. Most of my day will be settling conflicts between people. There's a trial to take place in an hour or so, so that we have to sit it on. An actual trial? Yoongi blinked at him. He'd only remembered one real trial in the proctorate, but he'd been too young to sit in the courtroom to watch. It had been a huge ordeal that had rattled the colony for months afterwards. Yes, someone broke a rule, and normally I'd handle it, but this one Jimin has to handle, Taehyung said. The accused tried to steal the truck we have to bring back the resource drop. I don't know what he wanted for it, but... He leaned a little over the table, his voice dropping low again. We suspect it was to take it to another colony. So, a traitor? Yungi's eyes went up. No wonder Jimin was to handle the trial. That was a huge deal. Yeah, the trial will be closed to the colony, Taehyung said. Just pawns and the court, but Jimin will still be on and putting on a show. I'm telling you this because it could be pretty brutal in there. I appreciate that, Yungi said. I don't really know what I'll be walking into until I see it, huh? Nope, Taehyung grinned at him again, and Yoongi really wanted to go back to bed. It shouldn't scare him. He knew Jimin wasn't what he presented himself as. He knew Jimin was smart, calculating, and whatever side of Jimin he saw was all an act to further his reputation as an impulsive leader. But he knew there would be no going back once he saw it, that he'd know a side of Jimin that wasn't the collected and intelligent tabby he knew. When Yoongi had finished gorging himself, Taehyung led him back across the street to the courthouse. Taeyang had an office in one of the back rooms where a line of hybrids were already waiting for him. Yoongi was directed to sit in the chair off to the side where a clerk had also sat to take notes about each case brought before Taehyung. Taehyung, Yoongi quickly learned, was as smart as he was beautiful. Hell yeah. Are we back to lawyer Tae? <laughs>
pretty much it seems <laughs> second shout out to laura in the yeah. fifth season <laughs> sure he looked like a cute kitten with his wide blue eyes and his folded over great ears nestled into wavy locks of the same color but that beauty was nothing compared to how observant he was and how easily he could diffuse situations between people a calico woman accusing a silver tabby man of peeping in her windows, so Taehyung had her moved to a different room and the man's blinds on his own room to be removed for a few days to, quote, understand why it's completely improper to be looking at anyone without permission, end quote. <laughs> Another case had two families upset over the relationship between a purebred Rex male and a mixed-breed tortoiseshell female, both of them teenagers. It's ridiculous to let this relationship continue, the boy's father said. They allow this pussycat to lure our son in and let them sneak around our backs when we've clearly forbidden their relationship. Ew. Young's expression was sour. His hands steepled in front of him as he leaned on his elbows on the desk. He hadn't said a word since the Rex had started speaking, and his easy smile had quickly disappeared the longer he let the Rex continue. We don't believe their love or relationship is any of our business, the tortie's mom, a brown tabby, said. The Rex hissed at her and the tabby's mate, a pure white short-haired, hissed back at him. All right, Taehyung sat up straight in his chair. Mr. Kwan, was it? Let me understand this correctly. You are asking me to forbid your children from dating because he's a purebred and she's not? Yes, it's improper, the Rex sneered. According to... Taehyung tilted his head. I realize you and your family arrived here a few months ago after the collapse of your purebred Cornish Rex colony, so let me remind you of where you are now. This colony was built on the backs of those like this family. There is no distinction between purebreds and non. I will not forbid your children's relationship based on the assumption that because she's not a purebred, she is not good enough for your son. That, sir, is against the very nature of what this colony was built on. We are a community. We are equal. The Rex huffed and puffed, his large ears shaking in indignation. This is ridiculous. I want to see the queen. <laughs> Trust me, sir. You do not want the queen involved in this, Taehyung said. I'm being polite. He'll rip you to shreds if he hears how you're treating this poor girl and her family. Now, your children are not my problem. I don't care if they date. That's between you and her family and them. Cornish pixie. I know. <laughs> Dad, this is ridiculous. The Rex son finally spoke up. He'd been scowling at the floor the whole time. Just because mom left you for a non-purebred, you can't take that out on me. I really love her and you're going to have to come to terms with that. <laughs> Tea? <laughs> All right, how about you two take this all to the conference room across the hall, hmm? Taehyung said. If a fight breaks out, try not to bleed on the rugs. We just got them. <laughs> there was a bit of grumbling, but the group shuffled out of the room. Taehyung slumped in his seat. Sometimes I don't have to do anything, he said, looking at Yoongi. Often enough, they work themselves out. I'm just someone to bitch at. I didn't think there'd be that kind of bigotry here, Yoongi said. Bigotry is everywhere, Taehyung said. We're doing what we can to put an end to it, but every day we get more people like that from failed purebred colonies. It's going to be a long process. Yugi hated that he knew it was true. There was, there had been that kind of bigotry in the proctorate as well. By the time they were through with the few cases they had time for, Yugi already felt drained. It was barely noon and he wanted to take a nap. They still had to trial to get through and Yugi was supposed to be on the research, and Yugi was supposed to go on the resource drop later on still. It was already turning out to be a very long day. This wasn't how cats were supposed to live. <laughs> He wasn't even allowed to leave to fill up on food again before Taehyung was pushing him into the courtroom. The galleys were filled with hybrids, pawns, as Taehyung had said. Members of the Skittles gang... <laughs> I forgot that that was part of this. Yeah. <laughs> it threw me off for a second. Members of the Skittles gang and not regular community members. It was deathly quiet for reasons Yoongi didn't know. Probably because the accused was standing in the middle of the courtroom between the two tables. Jin and Namjoon were already there, sitting 
at opposite tables, Taehyung motioned for Yoongi to sit in a chair just inside the bullpen as he took his seat next to Namjoon. Yoongi knew that they were waiting on Jimin, and he wanted to ask Taehyung or Namjoon questions, but considering how quiet he was, he opted to sit with his questions until later. They didn't wait long, Jungkook coming out of the side door that Yoongi knew led to the back offices. Jimin followed him in, looking menacing and all black. His expression was amused, but in a feral kind of way that had Yoongi shrinking slightly in his seat. <laughs> all rise for the queen, Jungkook said. Yoongi reluctantly got up since the other members of the court were standing and he didn't want to be the one to get on Jimin's bad side right now. Or ever, really, but especially not right now. Jimin climbed up the day. Oh, there's that word again. It's a courtroom <laughs> word. Deus. Deus. I'm probably going to trip over it every <laughs> single time. Jimin climbed up the dais to sit on his throne behind the bench. Sit, he said perfunctorily. Emerald eyes were aching across the members of the galley before finally turning his attention to the lone soul still standing. Well, Sunghyun, you know what your crimes are. You attempted to steal my property with the intent of taking it out of the colony. Is this correct? A white and brown tabby. Sunghyun didn't look away from Jimin. That is correct, he said. My family colony needs me. And that truck. Jimin giggled. Blinking a little, Yugi watched as Jimin leaned in a bit over the bench, pouting at the tabby. So, this colony doesn't need that truck, is what you're saying? These people, my beautiful people, don't deserve to be fed or clothed. Your family is more important. I, I, I didn't say that, Sunghyun stammered. But they're starving. They can't get resources from the drop. They keep getting attacked when they try to bring it home. Oh my gosh, that is so sad. Jimin's voice was borderline shrill, his eyes wide, and he covered his mouth with his hands. Those poor people. Namjoon, we have to do something. I can't bear to hear this. To say Yoongi was confused was an understatement. His eyes flicked to Taehyung, who was looking at him with a smirk. Had Taehyung led him to believe that Jimin was something else? What the hell was going on? His attention went back to Jimin, who was acting more like a molly in heat than an impulsive feral queen that he thought he'd be. Sunghyun, I want you to know that this just breaks my heart, Jimin said, standing up. He sauntered his way down off the bench and towards the accused tabby. I feel really, really tore up about this. Your family deserves to be fed, just like the rest of us. It was clear that Sunghyun was just as confused as Yoongi, and he was shaking as Jimin approached him. I, I don't know what to say. I didn't th th think you would, um, that you would want to help, Sunghyun said. Oh, but of course. Don't I help everyone here? Don't I make sure everyone is fed? Don't I provide for everyone? Jimin said his tone soft and sad. I'll make sure your family colony is taken care of. Namjoon, you and Jin make the preparations to bring Sungkyun's family colony here. Yes, of course, Namjoon said. Yugi couldn't tell if Jimin was serious or not, or if Namjoon was going to actually do that. What did this mean, then, for Sungkyun? Wait, that's that's not what I meant, Sungkyun said, his, his eyes growing wide. You can't just do that. But I thought you wanted them taken care of, Jimin said, blinking widely in shock. How else can I make sure of that? What, you thought I'd just let you go with my truck? Jimin's tone turned sharp at the end of his sentence. You think that I'd let you just take things that belong to me because of the sob story about your family? Sanghyun's tail tucked between his legs and his ears were flat against his head. No, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have stole the truck. I didn't know what else to do and I didn't think you would help. It doesn't matter what you thought, Jimin hissed, stepping closer. You didn't present me with your problem, therefore I could do nothing. Not until you tried to steal from me. You think I would just let you go? No, Sunghyun. I will take care of your family colony for you because you failed them the moment you broke the law. You failed them, and I'll make sure they know that. 
Maybe if Sunghyun had just accepted his fate and his punishment, things wouldn't have gone so bad. Maybe if Sunghyun hadn't stolen a truck and had used his brain, his family colony could have been helped. But Sunghyun, it appeared, was a dumbass. <laughs> I'm not a failure, Sunghyun retorted. I didn't want to ask for help from a stupid catling playing at being leader. Somewhere, in Sunghyun's thick head, he thought this was a good idea. And once he started, he didn't stop. You know what everyone thinks of you? A no-good Moggy. We all know you're not the brains of the operation, just a pretty face to make show of being a colony for the average Moggy. But these, he motioned behind them to where Jin and Namjoon and Taehyung were sat. These purebreds are the real brains around here, lording over us nannies. You're a charlatan and a fraud, and I was so close to taking something of yours, and it felt Yoongi jumped when Jimin slashed at the tabby's face. Sungyeon's head snapped to the side from the impact, and from his vantage point, Yoongi could see the deep scratches bleeding profusely. Consider that your warning to keep your tongue while you still have it, Jimin seethed. I hereby sentence you to expulsion from the colony. I will have your home colony raided and added to my own. Your people are now mine. You will have nowhere to go. You will be stripped of clothes, branded as the traitor you are, and left to rot on whatever colony's doorstep we decide to leave you at. Yoongi prayed, hard, that Sunghyun would take his punishment, leave with what dignity he had. He didn't know what Jimin would do if he tried to fight back. Honestly, it could be anything. Thankfully for everyone there, Sunghyun said nothing, and Jungkook moved forward to take him by the arm and lead him from the room. Sehyung had turned to look at Yoongi again, his smirk wider, and now Yoongi understood. Jimin was not someone to be trifled with. Stumbling out of the courtroom when they were dismissed, Yoongi leaned up against a wall to catch his breath. He hadn't expected that, at all. The Jimin he knew was sweet and kind, though intelligent. That side of Jimin was what his friends knew and wanted to protect. This toying side of Jimin, the feral hunter that toyed with his prey, that wasn't a side Yoongi wanted to know. What if it wasn't an act? What if the side he'd had dinner with was a facade? It was making his vision swim just to think about it. He could have easily been ripped to pieces like that if Jimin hadn't liked how he'd laughed that first day. Yoongi shuddered. What a fool he had been. Yoongi didn't know how long he'd been out there, but he heard small footsteps approach and stop next to him. By the smell, it was Jin. You all right? Jin asked. His tone was gentler than Yoongi would have thought when he looked up. The Bombay was genuinely concerned with his brow furrowed. Tay said he warned you, but if I know Tay, he was light on details. Just a little, Yoongi squeaked out. I... I had no idea, he said, swallowing roughly. How does he do that? Jin cast a glance around and motioned for Yoongi to come with him. Come on, we have to get going if we're going to get to the resource drop in time. Yoongi felt a little wobbly, but pushed away from the wall and staggered after him. They didn't speak again until they were outside. He's a good actor, Jin said as they walked. The fresh air was helping Yoongi clear his head. He doesn't have to do things this way, but it works. If people believe he's moody and prone to bouts of irrationality, then the rumors will continue to circulate. But why does he want that? Isn't it better to be seen as an effective leader? Yoongi asked. Why the subterfuge? Because when you're faced with an opponent that you believe is too irrational and impulsive, you're hesitant to attack not knowing what they'll do. Jin said, a stable leader can look strong, but predictable. He's never wanted his opponents to see his next move coming. But are you sure that that's an act? Yoongi asked. Jin spared him a glance, a frown on his lips. I'm very sure, Jin replied. His tone made it clear he didn't want any further discussion, so Yoongi was left alone with his thoughts as they walked. It was the furthest Yoongi had been so far since he had got there, a rundown garage a few blocks from the courthouse. Inside were a couple of vehicles, one being a large truck. Yoongi knew without asking that this was the truck Sunghyun had risked everything for. Have you ever been to a resource drop, kitten? Jin asked as they climbed into the vehicle. It was the first time Yoongi had ever been in the truck. 
and he was a little intimidated by its size and jumped when the engine turned over. No, Yungi said. Claws dug into the seat under him. Only the gatherers ever went. We rotate our gatherers out. Everyone gets a turn on a drop, Jin said, pushing the truck into gear. The large beaten-up doors opened slowly, a couple of mechanics pulling the chains to lift it. I don't know what you know of the drops, but they aren't fun. What do you mean? Yungi knew Jin was using conversation to distract Yungi from panicking about the truck as it bumped and jostled. The drops are for the entire gallery. They drop crates in by helicopter in a central location, Jin said, hitting the gas once they hit the street. All the colonies have to share whatever is in them, because the humans don't care what kind of system we got going on in here. They provide us with a lot of stuff, but it's up to us to keep people alive. First few years, I'm told, were pretty brutal, attacking each other and hoarding food to spoil. Hundreds died until the colonies started forming. Now we go once a month to the drop site. Still, we have to fight for our share, but it's more civil, usually. Usually, Yungi echoed. He tried not to imagine what kind of fights occurred, didn't want to think about fighting. We send out an advance party to secure the drop and get our share. They sit on it until we can get there with the truck, Jin continued. Not everyone has a truck, so we don't want it sitting out where someone can steal it. We ride in, load up, ride out. This is why you all get the best bits? Because you've got something to haul the drops with? Yungi asked. He was getting a little motion sick from the bumps, but talking to Jin seemed to help as well as keeping his eyes outside the windows. Yep, and we usually do our best to help divide things up evenly. Jin nodded. Some colonies aren't so helpful. The deviled eggs being one of them. <laughs> deviled eggs? Yungi frowned. You mean the devils? I call them deviled eggs because they smell like eggs, Jin chuckled. <laughs> anyway, we have to get to... F anyway, sometimes we have to fight for what's ours, and it can get pretty cagey. So just thought I'd warn you. Thanks, Yugi said dryly. Why doesn't Namjoon go out on these drops? Isn't resources his thing? Namjoon is a pencil pusher, Jin laughed. He wouldn't know what to do in a fight. He gets us a list of what he needs, and we get it. He'll go out on a drop every once in a while, but not often. I haven't even got there yet, and I already don't want to do this again, Yungi said. This truck is going to make me throw up. Yeah, it takes getting used to, Jin said. Honestly, you shouldn't come out on drops. Soon as word gets around you're the king, there'll be people after your head. Jimin never leaves the colony because of it, and neither should you. But no one knows me yet, so I get to go. Lucky me, Yungi groaned. Thankfully, Yungi didn't throw up on the ride out of the colony. He didn't know how they managed to get through the other colony's territories without getting attacked, but maybe there were exceptions for resource drop days. He didn't really want to ask, lest he did throw up, and by the time they got to the site, he was just glad to be back on solid ground for a while. It was only mid-afternoon, the sun still up, and by the looks of the piles of crates and barrels arranged in the middle of a wide-open parking lot, the drop had already happened. Yunki really didn't want to look for the proctorate's gatherers, as he knew some of them pretty well. Yah, Jin! A voice was calling from nearby, and Yungi looked over to see a ragdoll waving his hands. His ears and hair were a beautiful chocolate color, eyes a stunning blue. A large white fluffy tail swayed <laughs> behind him, and he was very pretty. There were a few other hybrids milling around with bats and crowbars, keeping a vigil on other colonies from getting too close. Hosok! Jin's <laughs> smile was soft, warm, and maybe a little shy as he walked towards the ragdoll. Hey, you're a little late! Hosok said, eyes flicking to Yungi behind him. Trouble? No trouble. Just some things going on back home, Jin said. I can fill you in later. I'm sure you will, Hosok smirked, and Yungi wasn't sure they were talking about information <laughs> exchange anymore. <laughs> this is Yungi. You'll be seeing him around, Jin said, in a royal capacity. Yungi, this is Hosok, one of the gatherers. 
There was an odd flicker in Hosok's eyes, narrowing slightly at Jin, but he was all bright and wide smiles for Yoongi. Well then, if Jin says you're no trouble, then you're no trouble, kitten. Yoongi made a face at that, but nodded. Arrived the other day, and I'm in no- Arrived the other day, and I'm no trouble. We'll have to see about that, Hosok said, <laughs> wiggling his eyebrows. You gonna help us load up, kitten? I guess that's what I'm here for, Yoongi sighed, eyeing the crates. What he wouldn't give for a nap about now. It took longer than he'd imagined, and was grueling heavy work. He was not helping unload. That was for damn sure. So we'll see you in a few days, Jin asked Hosok. Yoongi wasn't staring. He really wasn't, but it was hard to look away with the pheromones that were being tossed in every direction. <laughs> the air was thick with it, and while most of the others were ignoring it, probably used to it, Yoongi was confused, because he could clearly smell... Because he clearly could smell Taehyung on Jin and vice versa. But the way Jin and Hosok were acting, this wasn't casual flirting. Yeah, walking back sucks, but we'll be back, Hosok said. So, Tae? Jin made a face and looked away. He's being obstinate. Can we discuss this when you get back? Hosok's smile slipped and he sighed. Of course, he said softly. Don't give up hope, okay? Never. I got all the hope I need right here, Jin said. <laughs> I'm gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> I miss Hobi. <laughs> Yoongi finally looked away because they were kissing and he really didn't care to see that. <laughs> Yoongi climbed back into the truck, gearing himself up for the ride back. When Jin rejoined him when Jin rejoined him a little bit later, Hosok's scent was all over him. It wasn't any of Yoongi's business, really, and by the look on Jin's face he didn't want to talk about it. So Yoongi asked another stupid question and said, Hey, can I ask you a question? You just did, Jin snickered, and Yoongi <laughs> wrinkled his nose at him. Fine, what's your question? The name's Skittles. What's all that about? Yoongi asked. Your gang isn't really named after candy, is it? <laughs> and that's the end. And, and that's the end of the chapter. <laughs> oh my god, I miss Hobby so much. Yeah. I saw a TikTok of him the other day, great TikTok, of like iconic thing. I think I just saw that. Yeah, actually. and it just, oh god, I wanted to cry. <laughs> yeah. And it hurt, and what hurt the most is that they ended it with the, you see me? Yeah, yeah I, I see, see you. you. <laughs> That's gonna conclude this episode, y'all. If you'd like to catch us in between episodes, you can do so at K-pop Pillow Talk, all one word, all lowercase, on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, or Tumblr. And if you like us and want to let us know, please leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or any other listening service that allows you to do so. And with that, thanks for listening to this episode of K-pop Pillow Talk. I'm Millie. I'm Nods. But hey!